ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. As always, I am one of your three co-hosts coming to you live from, actually not from. Yeah, where are you, by the way? I'm at the, uh, I don't know. I'm on location. I'm still in New York, but I'm not. I don't really know the name for these studios. Okay. I don't have a name ready for them. If you want to throw another Apple kind out there, our produce expert. Well, there's many. There's Pink Lady. That might be appropriate. That's a real apple. You know, I know. I was hoping you'd name others. Fuji? Fuji? I'll take Fuji. I'll I'll, I'll say I'm coming to you live from the Fuji Studios. Still in New York, New York, Manhattan. (laughs) However many of those you want to say. Hey, you know, when you start, I have breaking news, too. Huge news, as a matter of fact. You actually participated in the start today, and you didn't realize I had started. Oh, that's weird. Where's you, Sam, by the way? You understand that, right? I'm here. Oh, there you are. Hey, Sam's Sam. enjoying I'm the also, sun. I'm also in a different location. Yeah, you're in the in the backyard. Yeah. Like a, like a weather person. This is weird, by the way. Yeah. Full Hopefully disclosure. it's a, a one-time thing. We're not really doing it at our normal time. It's literally the middle of the day or morning. That's uh, early for Sam. Or middle of the night in Hawaii, I guess. But, yeah, this is weird. What's your breaking news? Well, you know, uh, as you always say, we're part of the WFNU 94.1 FM LP Frogtown Community Radio family. I say that. Yep. Our show is so... uh, What are the kids saying these days? What's that? Uh, Lit. Our show is so lit that... uh, they can't have us on just once. We're on twice. So wow. for, for so maybe the same crowd too. I don't know, but so of course it's 7 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, five in uh, Cali, and like two in the morning in Hawaii. But we've been added to, I guess now you know we're on Saturdays. We are on now Sunday. 1 a.m. Central Time, 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Sam, you can do the math for you. But that well, means it's that... better for me. Yeah, so if you're just coming home from the bar, maybe, in the Midwest or East Coast, and you want to unwind a little bit, you could listen to us. If well, you're up on... Still, do the bars close early? Uh, well, we have breaking other news in Minnesota starting tomorrow. The bars are back open full-time, full-bore... Uh, wow! No, no well, restrictions. Perfect timing. Yeah. Yes, and no more mask outside and a bunch of other stuff going on. But so yeah, so we are on twice now, thanks to all the listeners and the popularity. So I want to thank those three people that listen. And uh, if just think if we get like ten, we could be on three times. Is that there a rap? The, Go ahead, so that might be the only time you've interrupted Drew. In the beginning of the show for something worthy of interrupting. Worthwhile. Or, yeah, for something worthwhile. Yeah. I don't find myself interrupting them, but go ahead. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, we're on a couple times. That's exciting. Yeah. With that, we're moving up in the world. Although, on a side note, there's a few little flood issues, and we might not even be on at all this weekend. But, you know, whatever. We'll power through it. Look at that. Not the flood issues. Us getting on multiple times. I know. I know. They said it couldn't happen. Who? They. Those same people that say the Twins were going to be good and 
the Vikings had a good draft by taking a ridiculously ridiculous stretch on a quarterback when they could have just done it in two years. I mean, you know, those same people. Maybe the same people that think the soccer coach is good. The same people who said the Broncos couldn't upset the Razorbacks in the NCAA soccer tournament. <laughs> exactly. Those same people. I mean, the same people that, uh, you know, are going to take cheap shots at Capril the Throne and then get bloody noses. Those same people. They. Those people. You know, yeah, that's, that's who they are, those people. Got it. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, should I wrap the show up? This no, that was. <laughs> we done? No, we're not. But that you, you got it off to a, a hot start, as they say. As the kids say. That was almost somewhat professional. That was, a, that was a fun way to tell the people what we we're going to talk about. Yeah, that was literally somewhat semi-professionally done. Uh, on the, on, it was actually semi Maybe your brain works better in the morning. I don't, yeah, that's possible. the problem. We shouldn't do the show so late. Yeah, I'm usually coming home from standing in the rain coaching dysfunctional baseball. So you're right. That That's possible. Continue. Uh, Sam, were you referring to the, the, the women's Broncos or the, the male, the men's Broncos? Women's Broncos. So where are we at? Are we, we're, we're in the Elite the wi- Eight. We play Clemson. The women's Hoyas lost in a shootout, which I can't believe we're still doing shootouts in, in NCAA <laughs> games. That's a lot Yeah. Seems like that's the only ridiculous. sport that does that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Like, they can't play 10, uh, whatever. The men are still in it, though. The men, they're winning in their game right now, so. The soccer powerhouse is still alive. In one way. Against Penn State? Correct. That's correct. I'm surprised soccer's still going on, to be honest with you. Well, it, it they normally played. It's COVID, I think. Although no, it's only May. That's normal. This is normal, actually. I suppose. Well, the women's usually done in the fall, right? The usually the women yeah. only play in the fall. Yeah. 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 Um, but the, it's on schedule. Wow. Well, we're deep into college soccer right now. I hope the people appreciate that. Well, because what else are you going to talk about? I mean, I, the Wilder. Let actually... me off the show, and then we'll talk about that stuff. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought we were past that. Go ahead. Well, thank you to everybody who who stayed on for those first seven minutes, which were actually more professional than, like Sam said, your your opening was interrupted. You interrupted me, but in a very useful way, which I'm proud of you for. So thank you. Um, if I didn't have a job and Sam didn't have class, maybe we could do this in the middle of the day more often. You'd be much better. But anyways, thank you to everybody out there who tuned one way or another. Uh, the other ways you can find us, you've, however you found us today, thank you. But here's what you're going to tell people to do. Or to make sure you never miss an episode, head to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. From there, you'll have links to all your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Or just search us directly on those apps, on those websites, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Favorite, like, subscribe. Do what you do on every one of those. That way, each week when we drop this show, whether it's in the middle of the day on a Thursday, it's on a Wednesday night, sometimes Friday morning, if that's when I get around to it, we are there, ready to listen to on your device. You don't have to even think about it. You can also catch us on the Pod MN app. Do all the same things I just said. That is full of Minnesota content, sports, news, everything, and the like. And as my dad already mentioned, certainly not least, but I mentioned them last because I want to make sure you're all paying attention. WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio. We are part of the family there. We are live. I mean, you just said when we are, but I'll say it again. Live Saturday, 7 a.m. Central. And apparently, I guess it's 1 a.m. Sunday Central, yes. right? And yes. it's technically Sunday. 1 a.m. heading into the, the wee hours of, of the morning. 
Um, so catch us there. We are followed closely, at least in the 8 o'clock a.m. slot, by Connor's Corner of the Hottest Show on <laughs> Airwaves right now. Uh, any Anything to update us there, Dad? Yeah, very interesting show last week. It was a Facebook-only slash podcast-only because uh, some flooding at the studios. We're not entirely sure when we're going to be back in the studios, but uh, we did it from Connor's backyard. Whoa. So we did have a little uh, rabbit chasing by the dog named Bear. Uh, his neighbor came over and chatted a little bit with us. And, uh, yeah, so we did a backyard outdoor show. Um, and which we could be back there Monday also. We're not entirely sure, but, um, so yeah, it was a very interesting, uh, show. That's exciting. Yeah. Very that's exciting stuff. So that's, that's us. That's how you listen to us. That's how you tell people to listen to us. Um, here's, uh, here's where I want to start. And I want to start here cause I think it'll be quick. Um, we talked for a few weeks now about the Timberwolves and that they're actually winning games. Um, right. They're continuing to actually play pretty well. Are you encouraged? Do you feel like it's a matter of time before it gets screwed up in a different way? Um, last night, Anthony Edwards, superstar level game. And actually, we, you could argue we lost the game because he didn't get the ball in, in crunch time. and. Towns had one of his worst games of, of the season and per- perhaps one of the worst games of his career. And part of the reason we lost, we always struggle against Memphis for some reason, but they're getting better. Edwards is getting better in many ways. Beasley's still hurt. We're still doing it with some schmucks and without a real rim protector. But are, are you encouraged? Let's put tank versus not tank aside. Just for the future of this team, yeah. are you encouraged? Do you feel like it's going to, it's still going to get screwed up one way or another? What, what's, what's your thoughts briefly? <clears throat> I was encouraged until I saw Anthony Edwards is going to go to Spain to learn Spanish with Rubio and Juancho, because <laughs> that means Rubio and Juancho will be on our team next year. And, yeah, but, no, I was excited. I was pretty encouraged. That's I'm, why I've we had a tank, by the way. I've said, I said last week I want them to play well with each other. I don't care if we lose out in the draft pick, because uh, then it's just up to our, well, the problem is then it's up to our management to make moves and, they make moves, but they always make the. Seems like they've been making the wrong ones. Um, but yeah, so I've been encouraged by their good play. But again, we need to do some serious roster uh, remodeling. Is with, it that uh, serious though? I guess in my mind, we're really just mit like, yeah, Wancho and Layman and whoever at the four stinks. Well, but, with our team healthy next year, we I think we can be. Like an eight seven seed, but if we want to make a serious run, we're yeah. to, go, to go up to the four seed, we need to get rid of some pieces. No, I agree with that. And you have to substitute them for the holes we have, and we have holes. I'm not saying that, but I guess it's not like, I mean, how many? A couple of years ago, it was like we need a point guard, and we need a three point shooter, and we like now it's like if everybody from this team is healthy and you you trim the fads, like you kind of just need like a tough, gritty rim protector, and you have a good team. You know, I mean, they still could screw it up, but hypothetically i think we're nate mcmillan away from being a six or seven seed next week next year i mean i don't know with the super teams in the nba i just it's hard to very, get very excited about it i i just don't think we're ever getting to that that's the problem but yeah well, they that's, should, i mean they can't I guess, be worse if they're not but, how, but i guess my, my only thing is and then we'll, we'll move on because we've we spend probably too much time on them every week but 
we've been so bad for so long. It would be nice to just like even the year that we had Jimmy Butler with all the issues there, like yeah, the we fact the that playoffs. we even made the playoffs was so exciting. Like I yep. think it we would all appreciate just seeing some quality basketball. <clears throat> even if they're not gonna win a championship. We have championship aspirations for some of our teams. The Timberwolves, it's like just be above five hundred, make the playoffs, and like that'd be an awesome season. And I think we're not that far from that. And I think the past few weeks have kind of shown that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, no, I completely agree. We can easily be a 500 team with this roster staying healthy. I mean, we've shown when we when we're healthy, we play good basketball. We went on a four-game winning streak, uh, and that's without Blake Beasley, who was our best player at the start of the year. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And D'Lo coming off the that was D, with D'Lo coming off the bench too, which uh, maybe Mr. Nate McMillan would have done and would have led to 0 and 4 in those four games. You never know, Dad. Um, I just know he's a very good coach. We got a guy that isn't so great or experienced, and I still think we need a point guard. I know D'Lo is one, but I, I, I think Rubio's time has come, and I, there's, I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't. It, the good like news D'Lo's, is you can't get worse. No, you can't. It seems like D'Lo's played his best basketball with a primary ball handler next to him. I agree. So if you can so ship get, Rubio out. Is Chris Paul available? He seems to be able to go places. Ah, Phoenix is the best team in the West right now. Oh, he that's right. Why would he leave there? And by the way, I don't care what anyone tells me. He and I, I hate him. He's the MVP of the of the NBA this year. Period. He might, he might be. Oh, he, really? it, it, you can't take a team from the worst to the first, and he's the one major change. He's the MVP. I I, I think Curry no, is not. literally the most valuable player to them right now. They're with without the things he's doing, literally single-handedly keeps him in games, wins him games, and is on a scoring tear. So yeah, but he took Westbrook, it, or I mean, Chris Paul is a lot better supporting cast. He has Booker who's playing really well, and some other guys, but that Curry has literally so nothing. Bad. Curry has our guy Andrew Wiggins as a second best player. Yeah, oh, and and for whatever people would we used to say about. Wiggins versus Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is 19. Wiggins has been in the league. He's on a max contract. Over the past two, three months since Edwards really figured it out, every number he has has been better than Wiggins. On, on a worse Oh, team. no. I, so, Wiggins, Wiggins, yeah. That was no, not. but there was that part, point at the beginning of the year where people try to pretend like uh, uh, Wiggins is, is what he is. And that we were terrible fits on with team, Wiggins, so we can certainly be bad enough, too. Yeah. No problem there. Yeah. Now what? Ah, I that, mean, I don't know. Where do you that's even... the brief Timberwolves bit. I mean, yeah. you want to um, alternate positives and negatives and maybe flip to the Twins and then we'll, we'll conclude at the draft. Do you want to go to the draft? I, I think mean, the Twins became – there's not even worth spending that much time. Well, listen, I don't watch them anymore. I, I can tell what's going on between your tweets with each other or, I mean, texts. But this is not – I mean – I, I feel very comfortable knowing that I said this stuff when people thought they were good. So it's not like a, I'm jumping off the bandwagon. They have the same ridiculously horrible manager. They have the same ridiculous, horrible general manager who did absolutely zero to improve our team, including dismantling a average to below average bullpen as it was to turn it into one of the worst in the history of baseball. I'm actually going to interject quickly and help you. Yes. That bullpen last Thank year you. was actually very good. It was a top five bullpen in the okay. AL. 
Well, I think, but when push came to shove in some close games. Well, guys uh, got hurt down the stretch. But yeah, well, and Rodgers started to show his true colors at the end of the last season. So, yeah, I, as a whole, they were very good. But when it's down at the end of the year, Rodgers was awful, just like he is this year. But, I, it, I mean, there is zero. This is what they are. This is what we said they were going to be. So I'm not even sure what there really is. I mean, Buxton, there's a positive. But I don't know. I mean. Should any of this be surprising? It's a bad baseball team coached by a really bad manager. I think I think if you look back two years ago when Rocco first became the manager and last year, even when the team was performing well, we were both, both and sorry, I meant you both and I, I don't know why I said both, were saying it, it, they're winning in spite of him. And now when he's yeah. actually having to make decisions, they can't win a game in extra innings. That's not on accident. Or score a, a run. They haven't scored a yeah, run. No, they, no, it's ridiculous. And that's, I guess what what, what I kind of come back to is um, the things that this team struggles to do feel to me like they can be completely traced back to either the manager or the leadership of this team. And the bullpen management is terrible. We know that. And that's on Rocco. It's also on guys just needing to perform and they want to perform and who did the, the GM signed. But as much as it is that, it's the inability to show up and play and make the play when it's needed in crunch time, just like you said, Dad. And I don't know if that's Rocco. It's probably partially Rocco and the fact that he just sits there with that stupid look on his face at all times. It's partially the leadership of this team. They brought Nelson Cruz back to be a leader for this team. I love Nelson Cruz. He's hitting 300 plus. He's playing very well. But like, that leadership has not resonated clearly because guys continue to fold under pressure. You've re-signed these guys who at this point are no longer, they're young maybe by age, but they're not young by experience. And they clearly aren't the leaders that this team needs. They just they just are always get out to good starts. And then the second something gets a little rocky, it's over. And that's my biggest issue with them. And that's on Rocco, that's on the general manager and, and their GMs. There's multiple, I suppose. And it's on the leadership of this team, which there really isn't any. Like, to just, I don't know. They're just frustrating in so many different ways. And I, I didn't think they were ever going to be a World Series competing team. I didn't, you know, the piecemeal bullpen is only going to work every once in a while. And it worked very well last year. It wasn't going to work again this year. They got a little bit lucky last year. Um, certain guys, you know, are getting hurt. Colome, we knew would take a step back. I don't think anybody thought he'd be this bad. But then the guys they do have who aren't great, the way they choose to use them is is inexplicable. The lineup choices still make no sense. I get Arias is hurt. Of course, Kirilov finds a way to get hurt when he's starting to figure it out, which he looks legit now. But, like, then Kepler's back in the leadoff spot batting 220. It, it, I, I just don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Garver actually playing better to his credit, but he's still batting, you know, four against left-handed pitching. And the fact that we cannot even manage more than one, like, we can't even get runs off left-handed pitching right now is ridiculous because our lineup is almost all right-handed batters. The lefties we have are Kepler, Kyle Garlick, who I owe an apology to, again, uh, the new catcher that came up for Jeffers, and I think, like, I don't know, maybe one or two other guys, Arias, but he's hurt. But So it it makes no sense to me, and I think it just ties back to the manager and and the leadership of the team, and that is the players. I'm past only blaming Rocco and the the general manager because at some point – these players are professionals. You need to show up and do your job. They had another situation yesterday. No one, like, I haven't watched a game in a while. Bases loaded, no one out, no run scored. That's ridiculous. You're a professional. 
baseball player. You find a way to get that run in. Uh, and it's just, it's, I'm beyond, Rocco is the, is the worst of them all, but it's at a point now with just the ineptitude where everybody needs to share a part in that blame, except for Byron Buxton. Yeah. And maybe Jay Happ, because he's pitched really well. Yeah. And to me, it's all about the identity of this team. The identity of this team is a team that can only hit home runs. They hit 400 home runs a year, which is cool for stats. Uh, It's cool for MLB records, but it's not cool for winning baseball games, especially playoff series. It's going to work for one year. It's going to work for maybe two years, as we saw last year. It kind of worked. And I've said this, hitting home runs, it's not consistent. You're not going to be able to hit uh, uh, five home runs every single game of a 162-game season. And that's the problem with this team. And it's proven... Well, no, I think we've played five or so extra inning games and we've scored zero runs. A runner starts on second base. All you have yep. to do is hit a ground ball to the right side of the infield and it'll go to third or, or bunt them over. It'll go to third and then hit a ball uh, in the middle, like deep in the infield or hit a fly ball to the outfield and they'll score. It is absolutely ridiculous that we have scored zero runs in extra innings when there's a guy starting on second base. Uh, and yeah, King mostly goes to Rocco too, but like at a certain point, if the manager's not getting it done, you expect your veteran leaders to say something and have a team meeting or something. Uh, right. And on and on Drew's point, uh, Drew always tweets this, and on Rock, what Rocco's managing the bullpen, like why can Drew see that Rogers can't pitch on a back to back? He gives up the run every time on the second game of back to back, and not an MLB manager who's seen Rogers pitch in person for three years now or whatever. Like why is this? Drew seeing that from his New York apartment and now Rocco is actually at the game. It's kind of ridiculous that he can't see anything about his players. All I really have to say is yesterday I had an argument or discussion with someone who told me Rocco was a good manager. I explained basically what Sam just explained. I said, I can guarantee you the next time they get a runner on second with no outs, they won't even move him. He'll be stuck there. Apparently, that happened in the game last night, and the guy texted me immediately and said, "You're right. I totally look at it different now." Which is what Sam's. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like example of extra innings is same thing. It doesn't even move. Well, that's the thing. You don't need to do that if we're hitting him in or like hitting a home run, but we're not doing that anymore. So it's time to make a change. Like I understand we broke the only record for home runs in 2019. So in 2019, awesome. if we're hitting a two-run home run in the tenth inning. We don't need to do that, but we haven't done that every single game. We haven't done that at a single game this year. We never so do. So why not start getting creative and try to get one run in? My last well, and, point. And he, uh, well, I real quick, just on the home run thing. Okay, go ahead. I, I'll, I'll be quick on the home run thing. It, the dumbest part of this whole thing is we are actually hitting a lot of home runs this year. I think we're top five in the AL in home runs hit, but huh. we cannot make it happen with guys on base. And that goes back to just having a proper approach. If you have the right approach, 100%. some of your hits with guys on base will be a home run. You don't need to try and make that happen. So it's frustrating. It's just like it, it all comes down to doing the right thing at, at the right time, which I think comes from the top down. But all right. Sorry, Dad. No, I no. Well, on that point, right approach. Um, I mean, it's coaching high school. It's the exact same thing that you want the twins to do and they're getting paid and they can't do it. I mean, they're, it's just crazy, but now I completely forgot what I, Oh, I know what I was going to say. So if they're using Rogers or this horrible Waddell guy, and if it's, if they're looking at saber metrics or computers or analytics or whatever in the heck you want to call it, 
then they need to take their computers and smash them because then the computers are wrong. I don't know where they get this stupid information from. I, I, I don't understand batting Garver first. I, I don't get any of it. They shouldn't get any of it. But that's, this is what we stuck, we're stuck with. Rocco's a nice guy, so he's going to be considered a good manager. And I'm just it's just refreshing to know, even the dude that we got in the Twitter war with <laughs> is coming around going, oh, yeah. No, I guess he's not yeah. so good. And the Here. thing about the closer, like we thought we might have had a closer when we signed Colome, no. but he's been terrible, so we got to look for another one. And if you look over the past four years since he's been on the team, uh, Tyler Duffy has been the most consistent reliever right. we've had out of anyone. And right now, we don't need. Right now, we just need someone who consistently like play well. Like yep. maybe he might blow a save here and there. We'll expect that because he's not a true closer. And he hasn't been lights out. He doesn't have the best ERA in the, on the roster. I understand that. But why not put Duffy as your closer or at least save him for the 8th, ninth, and 10th inning? Duffy should not be pitching in the 4th, 5th inning, especially when you have long relievers um, in there for Duffy pitch one inning, too. Uh, he has no reason to pitch one inning in the 4th, 5th inning when he's been your most consistent arm uh, in Rocco's tenure. And he's been kind of Mr. Reliable for that, for that bullpen throughout the the past three years, and he has no reason he shouldn't be in the closer role or setup role or save him for the extra innings. I don't care what the Columbine guy did or didn't do or whatever with Chicago. They knew something not to re-sign him. We let May go, and he is head and shoulders above anyone that we still have. So I I, I, sweat it. And I'm glad you brought (coughs) Trevor May up because that's right over there, Sam. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. That sounded pretty pretty gross. Yeah. Um, and, and and here's the reality with Trevor May that I'm glad you brought him up because I was gonna say this off the back of Sam's Tyler Duffy points is Tyler Duffy's earned that spot, but they refused to give it to him. And it was that exact same thing that made Trevor May not want to come back yeah. because he felt like he had deserved more and he wasn't getting it. And you're gonna now you're gonna lose another reliever who has deserved a bigger role that you're not giving it to him. And he's been reliable for you for many years. You've kind of groomed him into what he is. You're going to lose any goodwill you have. If you, if all these guys continue to falter and he's still stuck being in the sixth inning, it's, it's the reality. And it's, and that, that's the other thing. Mishandling the bullpen is not bringing in some dude with an eight plus ERA and less than 10 career innings pitched in a 10th inning game. That's essentially must win at this point in the season with their record. Um, that's bad in one way, but using these guys in the roles they are and making them not want to come back is why they're doing this thing year in and year out where it's like, bring in a, a few guys, they leave after a year. Bring in a few guys, they leave after the year because they they can't, they have the talent from within. They're just leaving because they're not getting the opportunities that they well, probably deserve. And it's ba- that bringing that guy in is bad in one way, strictly because the night before you did it and it was a disaster. So Why? In God's right. green earth, would you do it again? Yeah. And right. then they well, proceeded so. to pitch to the guy. They brought him in because he's a lefty, uh, and they had multiple lefties coming. There was one righty that he was going to have to face, and it was the guy that took him deep the night before. With an open base, they pitched to him, and he went deep. And it, that's all it was. Insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. My final comment, the most frustrating thing is, like a, the San Francisco Giants seem close to me. They are top have a top five record in baseball right now, and you look at their roster, it is so bad compared to a roster, a roster is so much better than theirs, yet we're like 10 games behind them. It makes absolutely zero sense, and that's something you got to look towards managing. Because like, if you look at the Giants, their roster is 
so bad. Posey's playing really well. Uh, might be his last year he plays well. Who knows? But they have, like, two players, and they look at our roster. We have top to, well, our first, like, six batters are very good, and we have an MVP caliber player right now, and we can't, and we're still 10 games behind a team like the Giants. It makes zero sense. No, I think, I mean, I'd rather have Coach, you know, the dude that walks around the Saints games. We'd be better off with him. <laughs> I just. Maybe even I'd Chef. It, yeah. And Nerdette. Yeah, I don't great. know. What about would, Gert? Well, would just. And Gert the Flirt. Any of those Nerdette people. would just follow the numbers. I don't think Nerdette would, would be any better. I think Coach and or Chef would, would be great. Not Gert the Flirt. I just, yeah, I just, this team, there's no, there's no fire. And that's, like I said, on Rocco, plus the decisions is part of, is why I think he's so awful. But at some point it is on the leadership of this well, team. And ask, I, these ahead. guys are not, these guys are not rookies anymore. Like they're just not. And I'm not the world's biggest Jorge Polanco fan. He's below average in the field, detrimental at some points. His, he struggled a bit at the plate, but that guy, that guy at the very, at the very least, can do the right thing with guys on base. He's batting like 330 with runners in scoring position for his career. Like, but he's silent. Like, we need guys that can do that and push that through to the rest of the team to do the right thing. Because he's not up there to hit a home run in those situations. He you doesn't know. care. And it, it, it's, I don't know. These The guys that we are built this roster on at this point are not rookies. They're maybe young in age, but they are not rookies. And it's time for them to just be leaders and like make these plays happen when they need to made happen. And even Donaldson, like as good as he has been, he make chooses a wonderful time to make the first error of the season on a play that he absolutely should make with, with his defensive talent. So it's just like top to bottom. I, it, it's hard to trace exactly to where it is, but they just, they collapse. I mean, the ninth inning they're getting outscored. I don't know how, how it went last night, but they're getting outscored 17 to one in the ninth inning. Yeah, I thought it was 19 to one or something crazy. Or maybe it was 19 after the two runs the other night. Either way, like they just um, collapse on both sides of the of the field at that in that in those moments. Uh, I so I'm not gonna get this opportunity because the other guy that lives in this house made an absolutely incredibly poor and um, ill-advised college decision. So I thought when I would go down to visit him at the University of Miami, I could talk to A Rod about this. Why the hell is A-Rod buying the Timberwolves and the Lynx? Why didn't he buy the frickin' Twins? We need new ownership, period. That's the other part of this problem. Because they're clearly, they're the one common denominator in all these years of not doing the right thing, not picking up the right players, not making the one or two extra signings. And until I think, I, they're, they're, the poll has need to go. Yeah, you forgot the main of not winning a playoff game in 17 yeah. years. Yeah, they need to go, and I don't understand. I won't get the opportunity to ask A-Rod because of a poor family decision. I don't need to talk about that right now. But um, why didn't he buy the Twins, or at least try it? Anyways, um, I yeah. Listen, this is we got, sadly we got another eight months of this conversation. Well, that's not true. We'll be eliminated from playoff contention in a couple. Good news. Don't have to worry about the Yankees beating us again. Now, what the hell did Matt Dumba do to you? I think he's been awful. Dear I really God. do. So I, 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 thing with him. So bad. That's the guy everybody says <laughs> they're going to take. I, that's the only reason I've been saying that. I, I don't know who Seattle's going to take. The been Krakens? Sa- 
Yeah, that's what they're that's what people have been saying. So I um my thing with Dumba is he was big for this team when our forwards struggled to create offense and he from the blue line could create offense and drive offense. We don't need that anymore, but he's still playing as if we do. And so he's constantly out of position. He's constantly turning the puck over. I find him to be unreliable whenever the other team's got a break. And I don't know. I just, I I think the money we spend on him would be better spent on a, on a true, like, good you know Brodeen suitor type defender that is there to defend because with Kaprizov and Fiala and, and your boy Nico Sturm we're getting even even Joel Eriksson has 20 goals or whatever like we're getting scoring from guys we didn't expect it so we don't need Dumba to force this offense and I don't know I just the fact that I can, here's what I will say though taking a step back the fact that I can nitpick Matt Dumba's play because everything else is going so well with the wild is a testament to how good oh. this team has been. This no, year. yeah, you touched on it there. Go ahead. Sam. I was, I was a little like confused, like that was about your Matt Dumba comments. But then, so I watched the game two nights ago, or no, yeah, I think it was two two nights ago against Vegas when we won six five on the comeback victory, and that's what like what you said. Everything else, everything else is playing well, minus Talbot a couple times. But Dumba gave up two or three goals. I can't remember how many exactly goals just because it was poor defensive play. And then you look at it, Spurgeon was put in the same positions on two-on-ones and one-on-ones, and he tied his tied the guy up right away and like or deflected or something like that. And Dumbo just let the pass go right by him. Terrible positioning. And it was pretty apparent that like, Dumbo was the reason we had to come back in the first place. Um, and so if you just look at that game especially, like he is, I don't know what happened, like if he's always been this bad on defense or it just people look past it because he's a very good two-way defenseman. But yeah, like you said, we're scoring goals. Now we need a defenseman, and Dumbo's a terrible defenseman, or has been this year. Um, at some point, the Wild cannot get down in every single game and come back. That's going to have to stop. Uh, it, I st- it is weird. For a while, it was like they were winning games by taking 10 less shots than their opponent, and now it's like they're winning yeah. games by being down in the third period. Although, yeah. I, that we should have won last night. I... I we talked yeah, about it over and over again. The, ref- the refereeing across sports is atrocious. Well, these especially days. when we play Vegas, the refs are always for Vegas. Oh, it's terrible. And we're yeah. still five one and two against Vegas. It's ridiculous. We should easily be. I think if you're gonna have, you should be able to challenge a penalty call. Why not? Yeah, you can only challenge certain ones. It's weird. I don't understand the hockey replay. It's like you can challenge offsides or if it's a right. goal or inter- goalie. You can challenge goalie interference, but not. Hooking? They should like, have been able to challenge think. that hooking call on, or lack thereof, a hooking call because it didn't touch the guy. But well, that was... and well, here's what's the something that's always fucked me. Oh, the boarding. They no, were gonna the give one him one on Kirill where the guy went after Kirill, and then they yeah. called a high stick on Kirill as the guy was like tying up him and he couldn't yeah. even control the stick. They were gonna give him a major, and not the yeah, other guy. Yeah, because the guy had a bloody nose. Yeah, ridiculous. I thought the guy got the I, bloody nose because he got beat up afterwards. He did. That's well, why yeah, they used Kirill's penalty to a minor. Yeah. But they saw him bloody, and we're going to give Kirill oh, a major. Or a double, a double minor for the high stick and blood. But As good as they're playing, it's just Colorado, and I, it, you, you, you still worry about That's why it. this game was so big. And that's why this game was so big, and that's why it's so frustrating that that stupid power play that they got is possibly what's going to change this. If that happens, we are in a position to more than likely face Vegas. But now it's up in the air, God only knows. So it, it's... It's just really frustrating. And I think what frustrates me about referees, too, that this happened on that play, 
guys that call it that are in no position to call it. That happened in the corner. Yeah, that was, was... A guy blue line that let it that didn't throw his arm up. The guy was behind him at the red line, and that guy called it. it, it um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, at least they're we know they're in the playoffs. At least we got a shot. Um, Two first round picks this year too. Yeah, so I mean, that's it's, the exciting part. Is like we had that our first round pick, who everyone said was NHL ready, get like real true repercussions from COVID. It sounds like he's going to be fine and he'll be there next season. That's big. Right. We have first round picks and a pretty solid farm system. The reality is like this team is not that far. This team is um, actually. So for being a serious cup competitor, and you take those picks, some of these other guys, Garen will do that, and I believe he will do that. You can make some some noise this offseason. You got a lot of money coming off the books too. Yeah, that's but true. You mentioned so, we, have a, we have a few prospects that are ready and almost would probably would have been on the roster this year if it wasn't for some complications, health and COVID. Like Rossi, he's ready. He'll probably be on the roster next year. Who's he going to replace? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out, but. Well, he plays center. He'll replace any of the schmucks we have playing center right now. Joe Hansen. So we needed. I need to. We need to talk football because I got to explain to everyone why you could not be more wrong on your excitement for this two-bit quarterback from wherever. But are you familiar with the? Kansas I mean, my excitement is is slightly sarcastic for other reasons. Okay, so. that's good. Then good. Then I don't think get you help. Are you familiar though quickly about the Kansas City Royals? Tom Brady beef? No, educate me. So familiar. For some for some reason, the Kansas City Royals tweeted, "Sometimes words speak louder than actions." I'm not sure something must have happened in their game, but the goat, Tom Brady, why he's even following the Kansas City Royals beyond me. He says, "Nah, I think actions always speak louder than words." Wow. Calls of the Kansas City Royals out. What why do you think? <laughs> well, I, that's why I find why it. I, I thank you. My point is, why is he following them? But yeah, he might I, be I, right. That's why do you uh, care? Why is he engaging with them? Yeah, I know it's pretty weird. Okay, this football thing. I, I as I told you guys as it was happening, they were never going to trade up because they don't know how to do it. I don't care. I, I'm so frustrated with the Vikings, I can't tell you. Now, they claim, as always, this is the guy they wanted all along. Then take him. You don't take the chance that nine picks are going to happen and you're not going to get them. So that's BS. I don't care what they say. But whatever. They got. I think getting an offensive lineman is great. They trade back, with the and, and everyone's thinking, oh, they're going to trade up, they're going to trade up. They don't trade up, fine. There was no reason... With all the needs we have to take that quarterback with our first, basically our second pick in the draft this year. Ridiculous. This guy is the guy they could get next year in the third or fourth round. In two years when Cousins is finally gone. What a joke. Absolute joke. It's way too high. What a waste. Whatever. Good riddance to the Vikings once again. Okay, now you tell me why it was so great. I mean, yeah, I actually, here's what I would say. What? Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I actually don't hate the pick. We before the draft we said a quarterback was something we should dra- address uh, that, in the that. in the third round, which we thought we might have had a second round pick. 
but again, it's a third round pick. Some people say he's the best of those three. Uh, Mills from Stanford, I don't think is anything. Trask had a the number four overall pick in his tight end. Who knows if he's good? Mon has a massive arm, uh, pretty good anticipation, seems like a pretty good talent. And the reason we took him now instead of in two years is so he doesn't have to play as a rookie in two years. We can see if he's good at all. We can see if he's good in the preseason. We can see if this is our quarterback we want for the future and yeah. not just take a random guess and a rookie in the second round and start him. That's he's why we. He will not be our quarterback in the future, but go ahead. Go ahead. He may not. No, I mean, he may not. I mean, we needed a backup, and we've been begging for a young backup for three years under Kirk, and now we got one. And so you can't complain. I can I complain because they could have got him later in the draft. This yeah. was ridiculous. I don't think they could have. They would not have been able to get him later in the draft. Oh my they, god! All those quarterbacks were going to get taken right there. And no. I and I agree with Sam. I think it was. I think if you don't think you're going to ever be in a position to get one of those top guys, which I don't think we will be, we're never going to be that bad. That's the reality with the Vikings. Um. Well, and you won't want to take a guy in the mid rounds. You you do it ahead of time because eventually you're going to need him, and a third round quarterback is not going to be ready on day one. So you get him in, you get him there, and you get him ready. Now, I I here's what I would say about their draft. I was happy with their draft. I definitely could have been more happy. I would have liked them to trade back up into the second. I would have liked them to maybe address you know a defensive lineman earlier to help with that, but. The Wyatt Davis pick in the in the third round is awesome. Uh, he was mocked much higher than that in many in in many drafts. Yeah. Um, I think they got depth of positions where they needed it. They got a guy to compete for that third wide receiver spot. They got a guy to compete at linebacker. They added more to their secondary, especially at safety. So I do like what they did. I think they could have done better. I like the trade back. Yes, you can maybe question the process a little bit. Um, I actually think Darisaw is better for us than Tucker, especially taking knowing we took Davis later on, because Darisaw is a true tackle, whereas Tucker may have ended up being a guard. And it's a lot of money to spend. On, it's a lot of capital to spend on a guard in the first round. But you get a legit, if he's legit and everyone thinks he is, no one would have batted an eye if we took him at 14. You get That's him fine. at 24. Take him at 14. But I guess my point is you got him plus other guys. And I get maybe you can question like, yeah. well, how do they know that was going to happen? They do that preparation. They know what teams are probably going to take what guys. So I, I don't know. I, It's not a 10 out of 10. It's not an A+. Plus. I would have liked them to do other things, but I do like what they did. They basically remade our whole offense. Every gap we had on the offensive line, holes are plugged. And then they got depth at the positions where they needed it. And I think that's what the draft is for. He's Either are certain positions, yes, I would have. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't <coughs> like giving stuff away. And that's a fair uh-huh. criticism. And that's well, why I'm saying it's it's not they didn't blow it out of the water, but I'm still happy with what they did. No, I, I'd give them a B, maybe a B plus. We'll see with these defense linemen if they turn out. Um, but I think the number it wasn't on there, but the number one thing we needed in the draft was a kick returner or a punt returner, and we got one in the fourth round uh, yeah, with right. the Iowa State running back. People are like, why we draft a running back? He's literally coming at our team to field punts and kicks because that was actually a major issue last year and actually cost us games. And, uh, and if he doesn't work out, the guy, they, the, the receiver from Iowa, they, yeah, he the can, runs like a four or five. That too. Yeah. So I, that's a good point. Well, if you recall, uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. here did say that I would take at 14 an offensive lineman and I would trade the rest of my picks up to Baltimore because they're going to take Rashad Bateman from the Gophers, and that's what we should do, and then forget the rest of the draft. And who did they take, by the way? 
No, you're, I, you're right. That's what I wish we would have done, but whatever. We got all these. But then we still don't have a defensive end. We still haven't solved our secondary issues. Like we didn't either. I don't know. I mean, we got these. We got five guys from. Did Pitts? Did the Pittsburgh Panthers or Pan? What Pitt? What's Pittsburgh's college team name? You're right. Panthers. Did they have some outstanding season last year? Why we needed 20 players from their team to draft this year? We only got. Am I missing something? Was their defense so good? We needed all their defense. Well, the one guy sat out a year. So oh, he, even better. Of course he did. Well, that's the guy we got in the seventh round sat out a year. Yeah, seventh round. Yeah. Which is why he went in the seventh round. Hey, so. we did get a a D2 punter slash linebacker who's 42 years old. That's kind of cool. They are always good for one of those. That is my, I will say, something I finished <laughs> with for them. They, they're always good for a sixth or seventh round pick on, like, some stupid story. That guy's 30. Fuck me every year. Do you remember a couple years ago when they took that German dude that had never played yeah football or whatever like they're good for one of those every year that does bug me this guy's legitimately 30 i mean i'm not even exaggerating he's 30 years old i'm not and i'm not again i'm not saying it was the perfect draft but i am happy with what we came away with so and i think and i think the mond thing i i support it i that's who i said for the record and i don't think he was going to be there anywhere else trask him and mills all went in a span of like seven and if it wasn't us it was going to be someone else and the QB class next year, I don't even know who they are. They, they're miserable. And so, then if you wait two more years, then you're starting a rookie that you have to take in the third round or you have to reach for a guy in the first, and he's probably not going to be ready. Let's and plus, Aaron Rodgers comes and plays at, for the Vikings, and we get rid of Kirk. He'll get oh. to learn under Aaron Rodgers, and they're if very similar quarterbacks. It's going to be great. Yeah, if that was true, but that's not true. Uh, It'll happen. Just you I, wait. Well, he's going – he's got to – obviously – we'll talk about that in a second. Um. I'm sorry, Chicago Bear fan that you're friends with and the rest of them. Justin Fields will never, ever, ever amount to anything in the NFL. And Well, they will for two games of the year. Yeah, against us. But so it, so did uh, Trubinsky, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Nobody. Thank God we didn't move up to draft him. Because you talk about wasting. Apparently we tried. What would that have done us? Well, I saw, us I saw a funny tweet that was like, for all NFC North fans that are scared of Justin Fields, Trubisky went ten and one against you guys, so you shouldn't right. uh, over right. it. <laughs> shouldn't true. be too scared. Yeah, no, Justin Fields is going to be just like every other Ohio State quarterback, nothing. So, and we tried to get him. Amazing, we tried to get him. I, what a waste that would have been. Not that I like Cousins, of course, but anyways, the Rogers thing. Uh, how you cannot trade him is beyond me at this point. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, they're even feeling the fire when they said they're. They openly said they're looking for other quarterbacks. Like, it seems like he's on his way out. But I don't know. Maybe Denver. I mean, I mean how do you? Before we even talk about where he may go, how do? Because it's going to be the Vikings. Um, <laughs> how do you botch? How do you botch that that bad? You have the best quarterback in the league, one of the best to ever do it, and you drive him out of town. I mean, that is insane. They did the same that thing with Favre. Insane. Yeah, they but like, at least Favre thing. was sort of near the end of his career. Rodgers has got, what, six years left probably? Favre was, you know, at any day, and he did. Any day it could get hit and it could be over. Although like, he did take, almost, he should have taken us to the Super Bowl, so he had a little left in the tank. No, I, right. He had enough, but I guess what I'm saying is, both for three straight seasons, it took one hit and it was over. Yeah, you know, it just 
different varying points in the season it happened. But, uh, yeah, I just don't understand how as an organization you have Aaron Rodgers and you completely ruin it, completely ruin it. No, it's a little. It makes no sense. If I have that quarterback, I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time. I know it's a hot take, but if I have that quarterback, they're in that caliber. I ask him, who do you want me to take? And I just, I take him. I take him. It's ridiculous. He's the well, single. He's single-handedly brought the Super Bowl. Single-handedly bringing them to the playoffs every year, because their McCarthy was a terrible coach. They have always had a terrible defense. Finally had a decent one last year, and I just tell him, "Who do you want me to take?" Well, and, and I yeah. now believe that Rodgers is is totally messing with him. This whole story about Jake Kumaro being the straw that broke the camel's back, I think it's just him screwing with them. There's no way that's actually true. I think he's just messing with them. I don't think anyone's ever even heard of that guy. My point, point exactly. No, to your <laughs> point, yeah. Well, and he's been calling their GM Jerry Krause, which is... Yeah, it's so, all this, so good. But, but you know what? All this. It's the same, it goes back to... if it, I would have said this... I mean, it goes straight back to that he wasted a draft pick last... He actually probably wasted two draft picks last year. There is no reason a team that close to the Super Bowl should take a quarterback that isn't going to play for three years that high. It's stupid. And that's what the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes. I it goes. With it goes. I do too. I, that's my point. No, I no, I am not defending Green Bay. No, I know, that's what my I know you're not. I'm saying like, and I hate Rodgers. I would love to blame Rodgers. Oh, I hate everything about Rodgers. And I'm Green gonna and I'm gonna hate him when he's under center and whipping the ball around to Justin Jefferson too. No, but God, it's gonna no, be great. No, it's gonna be great. I'll still hate him as an individual, but I'll love him as a quarterback. Yeah, baby. Those, I can keep those two separate. <laughs> I can keep those two separate. Um. No, I just like, how do you screw it up that bad? That's all I keep coming back to. And I know how. Like, I know what they did. The love thing. If the Kumaro thing is real. They never drafted a receiver. The whole nine yards. I get it. But, like, how? To Sam's point, how do you not just say, hey, Aaron, what do you want us to do? Like, help us out here. Help us out. That's what, I mean, listen, for better or for worse, that's what LeBron's able to do. And he wins. He doesn't win a lot because there's four other super teams. But if you did that in the NFL... They would win every year. If you gave Aaron Rodgers exactly what he wanted, he could and probably would take you to a Super Bowl championship just about every year. Him and Brady would just trade off. And what you know he why? wanted would help Teams the team. do exactly what Brady wants. Teams do exactly what Brady wants. Belichick did on offense. Tampa went and got all his buddies. Like, teams do what Brady wants, and it works. I know. I, I, I'm, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. It's annoying it's just... in the NBA that they give in to all, all the player demands. But to their to, to be fair... In the NBA, it doesn't because everybody does it. In the NFL, there's a few special people that if they say, get me that guy, go find him, you do it, and you listen. It's you not play. even – it's just about who they – even if they would have drafted anyone else other than a quarterback that was a project to begin with that for sure with Rodgers under contract for, what, three more years at the time they did it, it was just – it didn't make any sense whatsoever. You know what else doesn't make any sense? How does every – how did the you know I, I'm sure Ben Johnson is going to be the greatest coach in the history of the Gopher basketball, but could he not keep one single guy on the team? Every single player has left. Am I missing something? I thought he was such did a great. Brandon guy. Johnson really think he can play in the NBA? Oh yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But if not, he's going to transfer to wherever. Yeah, I am very yeah. confused. But I'm, that's okay. I'm not as mad because. They all well, suck except Marcus Carr, uh, but it is kind of weird. And Carr's going I, to Kentucky, 
good luck on that one, Carr. They're not any better than the Gophers. Senior day is going to be weird. We are going to have uh, 15 seniors on the on the team. Or, and they're all going to be fifth or sixth year seniors. Yeah, I'm, and I'm confused as to the level. Yeah, they'll, it's we're going to have to have 25-year-old day. That's about what they are, yeah. How depressing is that season going to be? Oh, well. well Any, what else? At least it won't be heartbreaking like this season. No, it's not going to be heartbreaking. Soccer at least isn't going to break our hearts this year because they're god-awful, horrible. All these guys are hurt. They've played two games. I, I'm still trying to figure out the curse about the injury curse in the state of Minnesota in all these sports, but that's okay. They suck, so I don't have to. And the talk. Saints suck now. What the heck? The Saints they, suck because they got the Twins no, they, players. They, I know. They got back on track. They won like 10 to 4 yesterday. Their, their Twitter account they, is hilarious. Start. Whoever, so whatever it's intern awesome. tweets for them should, deserves a raise. New name for the pig. No more Madonna. What is or, it? Oh, what was the pig's name? No, the pig, They the real pig they name every year. Oh, okay. They got it. The ball uh, pig they name every Hans, year. It's your, Hans, it's your, what's no, the pig's name? No. Space Ham. Space Ham. That's right. Uh, uh, I'm assuming after Space Jam. Or Spam. Correct. Or Spam. Makes, Maybe it's spam. No, they they name the ball pig every year, but the mascot's always Madonna. That's what it is. Yeah. I, uh, I by the way, one. they had a good game yesterday. I'm confused on their uniforms. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I understand. They're the same. Some, well, but then they have some weird gold trim on the blue. I'm not sure I understand it, but whatever. Oh, ones. I like the gold trim. I I don't know why they added it, but I like it. Okay. Well, it's on the blue ones for the Saints. I don't know. The Saints. It's no, on, they it's suck. It's on everything. They suck because it's the Twins players. They're one and one. They won big yesterday. All I the mean, guys that we refused to let play hit home runs. Can I just give Arnack, you the names? Rooker, and Jeffers all hit a home run. So Devin Schmelker, this Abr- the what's sucks, but Albers guy, you know, you name the seven lefties that basically are the same people. They just put different uniforms on them that we keep getting. What are we doing? Can we get some young flamethrowers? Actually, we can't, so I, I can know no, the they, We have them. They're just in double yeah. A. They refuse to promote. Yeah, we have we a couple good ones. People will talk about that after dark. Yeah, I the pitching is just... Maybe, just, though, this retread. to your point about the... Maybe the point, though, about the injury bug, that's why we never call guys up, because as soon as we do, they get hurt. We don't want them yeah. to get hurt. We feel that's bad true. for them. I mean, yeah. Kieloff, bless him, struggled, but it was mashing the ball. But yeah, every time, time it found somebody's glove, and now he starts actually mashing. He was like... Over 300, you know, four home runs, hurts his wrist magically. I mean, I don't even know how it happened. Well, and then uh, uh, I'm sure they would have probably had to send him down or something because he's hitting too well. Um, Kyle uh, Garland, I, I feel bad about about that. Stuff. Well, remember Rooker? Hit. Rooker last year was on fire, broke his hand, and then got hurt. Yeah. <clears throat> but so now we have D Gordon. We got D Gordon today. Is he playing today? Nick Gordon. Making his ma- who? Nick Gordon. It's yeah, that's his kid nephew. I think it's his nephew. Oh, from the Gordon family, a fisherman. Yeah, it it, it, it it's either they his nephew fish, or his son. They have the fish sticks, right? Gordon fa- Gordon fish sticks. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't yeah, even fish so. sticks. Yeah, I think they're the f- fish stick family. But anyways, uh, big bad Kyle Garlic is hitting two seventy three, and I trashed him. I he's he's a trillion times better than Cave. I owe oh, him. Okay. I owe Mr. Garlic. Can't oh play outfield anymore. He can. He's so bad. Jake is a D2 center fielder, let alone a 
MLB center oh, and, field. And, and guess, and this is this is why the Twins are the worst run organization in sports. They don't get rid of him because he's out of options. His, uh, his one of his out of options should be being on the Twins team. God forbid they send him down and someone takes him. Dear God, are you guys kidding? when you have when you have four other corner outfield prospects ready to go? Right, he's out of yeah, options. Oh my God, we're literally. Stuck. I mean, I get I get Kirilov's hurt, but between Rooker and Larnack, and you can well, probably teach. I don't understand Larnack. Larnack's twenty four. It's not like he's twenty. He's twenty four. Yeah. I know. Why is he up? Why isn't he playing? I, I well, he, no the, the weird thing is he's like the most recent. Like we picked him most recently out of those three. I, know. I think Rooker's like not Rooker actually. I think Rooker's like twenty seven. But well, whatever. Yeah, we got a, we got Kepler hitting two hundred like normal, and but the only difference is he doesn't hit home runs anymore. So he's god awful. And we are afraid. He can't least field. I I can't so, watch yeah. JK. He, Cave is we're, and we're petrified to lose him because he's out of options. Dear God, you can find him anywhere. Yeah, we Insane. did. His name's Kyle Garlic. Yeah, no, I and then Rooker and Garlic and I mean we don't even bringing up our before we even brought up our stars. We're bringing well, at this point, point. I don't. I was gonna say at this point I don't want us to bring him up because when I'm back in the summer I'm gonna go to the Saints games with all our good guys, <laughs> all our good prospects, yeah. and not the Twins games. By the way, who's yeah, you'll, this, get, you'll get to see Chano too. Who's this dude catching for us? Oh, Rortvet. What's he's, his name? First off, Ben Rortvet. Yeah, he's off, on steroids. Absolutely, absolutely jacked. On absolutely steroids. Jacked, out of his mind. He, they brought they sent him they brought him up because he's a left-handed hitter, okay. and they like Jeffers was only bat hitting against right-handers because they have to protect their golden boy Mitch Garver, who is playing better to his credit. But like they wanted to like let Jeffers like actually play every day. So he could like actually get better and eventually take Garver's spot. So they brought Rortbed up to be the backup instead, which I actually that's a move I'm fine with. Jeffers was lighting the world on fire, um, and so it lets you play the matchups a little bit better. And Jeff means Jeffers can play every day. And then when Sam goes to the games, he gets to see Jeffers instead of Mr. Hulkamania. Um, that's yeah, I, fine. But yeah, he, they brought him up a couple weeks ago. He's he's fine. He's better defensively than Jeffers, that's for sure. And he's left-handed at the plate, so. Oh, that's but yeah, steroids for sure. It's a matter of time before he's suspended. Um, he's so part of the re- restrictions being lifted, I don't believe the Twins will be allowed any more fans at games. I doubt the Wild will be either. So, I mean, the, I don't think anyone was going to go to the Twins games anyways. There um, was literally a fan behind home plate yesterday with a sign that said Fire Rocco. I know. He stormed the seats and then stood there for a second. It was great. Uh, here's what I don't understand about uh and i'm not trying to get political but i just want you guys are way smarter than i am you uh you go to a twins game and no one can sit anywhere near you because the seats are zip tied if you look close enough they're zip tied so nobody can sit by you please tell me why you need to wear a mask (laughs) i mean there's no one near you the cdc says you don't need to wear a mask outdoors if you're vaccinated uh that, but but the state of Minnesota says you do if your place where they hold over 500 people. Well, did you did you the New York Yankees are bringing back they're bringing back segregation. They're going to separate vaccinated and non-vaccinated oh, fans. Nice. Well, I mean, so it gonna, doesn't like, matter. The vaccinated sections, like everybody can sit there, and they're going to then they're going to have to space. Cleveland had 50,000 people at the draft. Oh, the Texas Rangers sell up. By the way. 
what I think is cool, you know how I, I mean, and this could be a business we go into together as a family. The uh, the fake ID business, nothing compared to the fake uh, vaccination. The fake COVID. Yeah. yeah, those are. Yeah. I mean, what a business. Get two of them, of course. Before we spoil our. Work. Yeah, before we spoil our business plan, maybe we should send this home or get arrested. One of the two. No, well, D. Gordon's in the lineup. I'm looking at him right now. But this is the longest I've watched the Twins game, so I'm turning it off. All right. Well, I guess that's it. We'll be back next week. Who knows from where? Who knows what time? I'm going to guess similar Twins conversations. Um, probably similar. We should know more about the Wilds playoff phase by then. No. Yeah, there's only, what, five or six regular four. seasons? I think five. there's four. Yeah. I think we only have we have four. I think we have five. Colorado might have six. It's anywhere from four to six, yeah. But Dubnik's got to bring Colorado down at some point, I would imagine. <laughs> he has. They, they're not playing very well. No, because he Sam, sucks. They laugh. Sam's team. Yeah, I think they're, San Jose is one of the only teams that doesn't allow fans, I think. So, all right. We'll just be back next week whenever. Yeah. Here's my-